We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Okay, so this summer something happened to me. Oh no, what? My three favorite jeans all ripped. What What do you mean they ripped? What do you mean? Well, I've had them for about three or four years. Yeah. Okay, and the inside the thigh, all my favorite jeans have now just disintegrated. Oh yes, you and they wore gone. them right out. I wore them right out. You wore them out, friend. And so I had to go jean shopping. Okay. Which is now a new challenge because, as you and I both know, skinny jeans are kind of gone moving along moving along away and it's kind of more like the mom fit baggy jeans that we're trying to embrace but it really does i don't feel very i don't feel flattered in them like it's very hard to embrace it are you feeling like that oh my gosh well (laughs) it's really funny because this summer my um all so i i love capris like i don't usually wear shorts in the summer i usually wear capris and all my skinny capris for whatever reason i guess last summer it was like the lower waist and you know i've been wearing the higher waist now for a couple years i don't even know what happened i put them on and i'm like oh my goodness these feel so weird i have a little paunch sticking out i'm like wow okay this is not working for me at all (laughs) so anyways so i i kind of got stuck and i only have skinny jeans and i was and i could see my girls like i we both have teenagers right so our teens they're keeping us cool they're trying they try to keep us cool it is nice to have them there but i mean the way that they dress is I'm not, not cool. gonna lie it's so ugly like it's so <laughs> ugly like super oversized on the top and super oversized i mean just on like the ugly in the sense that it's like not flattering no. like it's cool for them and they love like the old stuff and they love like yeah. secondhand and like i mean honestly the more grandpa the outfit looks the cooler the outfit is which it's, i'm okay as daughters too it's actually working out okay <laughs> <laughs> as they're teenagers cover it up <laughs> But anyways, yes, all that to say, I did venture out to try some baggier jeans. So I got two pairs. Are you sold a little bit? I am. Okay. So I'm wearing them at home, getting comfortable, but I have to say they're very comfortable, like more comfortable than the skinnies. I thought, how can you get more comfortable than stretch that feel like leggings? Like they're so comfy, but no, they're more comfortable. They're so much more comfortable. And Lori, exactly. I went and bought a pair. They're not hot. No. They're loose. They're comfortable. Yeah. You got to kind of get over that your look, you look different. A little, little more frumpy. A little more frumpy. And even like my daughter took me shopping when she's like, okay, mom, we're getting a new jeans. I'm going to put an outfit together. And I'm go- I said, okay, I'm going to buy it. Like I, she's, I trust her. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it. Cause I'm going to trust. I'm going to do like a cool teenage outfit. Like you've got to look at me V though. Dress me, me. Yeah. 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 So you wanna- she bought me, you know, I got mom jeans, like they're loose, plus like an oversized big vest with like an Oxford shirt, a crisp white shirt underneath, and it all kind of hangs out. So I put it on, and now I love it, but I wonder when I first came out of the change room, I was like, I look like I'm double my weight, like 500 pounds. Like I'm walking around like, (laughs) I'm already, I'm not like a size zero to begin with. Like I'm full body, and here I am walking out. I was like, okay, I'm trusting. It's actually become... One of my favorite pairs of jeans, so much so, I went back and got the other version with a rip in it. The same jean with a rip, because I was like, these are my most, when they're in the wash, I'm like, I don't have my jeans. I won't even put my skinny jeans on anymore. If I wear skinny jeans, it's because my other ones are in the wash. 
you so know, I'm transferring. I over. think the thing I'm struggling with now that I'm transferring over is trying to find the right kind of top to wear with <gasps> totally, these baggy jeans. Totally. So like before you would wear a little looser top with the skinny jeans and it kind of works, right? Like you, whether it's like you like the dress shirts or yeah. like the bag, I love the big baggy sweaters. Like I love like the full sweater with like a skinny jean. So now that I have the baggy jeans, I'm like, what top? And I mean the kids, some of the kids are wearing like crop tops or whatever. Well, that is not happening for you and I. <laughs> no, that is definitely no, we're gonna not. Sa- I'm saving the world. <laughs> You're <though>. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, what kind of top? So yeah, yeah. anyways, so yeah, it's changing the wardrobe a little, but I have to tell you, Last week, I decided to do a major purge. And this is huge because I like I'm an organized person, but I'm kind of like, oh, I might need that. So I better hang on to it kind of person. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say I'm on the full like hoarder spectrum, but if maybe I might need it one day, I might hang on to it. So the other day I probably took like I'm not joking, like at least 50, if not 75 items out of my closet out of my hanging you went ruthless i went ruthless (gasps) so my closet is like loose like there is there is tons of room on my like uh, my one small rack of of hanging clothes tons of room i just got rid of everything that i have not worn the style has changed a little bit it's and i kept like maybe like 20 items i kept in a bag that i've put away just in case I might want them if I think of it again and I'm like, oh, I wish I had that. I kept a couple things, but yeah. And so do you feel like kind of liberated when you open it, your closet? It, Are you like, oh, it I is actually it. so much better. Yeah, so much better. So we'll see how it goes okay, but hey well, yeah. we're making the transition we are now skinny jeans aren't completely out as no, i've been told no, no yeah you can still but wear them but it is but you know what's less. funny think about about three four years ago if you would have told me leggings would be out i'd be like no there's no way i i hardly ever see like outside of like athletic like i don't see oh, fashion right. leggings that much anymore right, right not really no it's true not it's as true. much yeah it's true interesting how the tide has quickly changed yeah. anyways we are embracing the baggier mom gene the mom gene and i know wow. we're, we're a little late to the game to be honest we this has totally. been like a couple years like i remember when like one of our teen worship leaders got up and put the mom jeans on like a couple years ago and i remember looking like what oh my gosh what are they wearing but here we are here we are <laughs> so and that we've we've embraced it Lori. we're listen we've embraced it absolutely I, I always tell my girls i'm like listen i'm still in my 40s so i still have to look like i'm in my 40s but i do want to stay relevant okay I, but i have to say like my daughter gave me the greatest compliment the other day she goes the other day i guess i po- she i dropped her off at work and i was wearing my baggy jeans and i was wearing like a black tank top with it that's it and and flip-flops because it was it was a hot summer day so i was wearing my ba- my baggy jeans and she actually said to me mom you were looking so because I went into the store to shop. Oh, She's like, cute. you were looking so cute. I was so proud that you were my mom. You were just looking. I, I'm not joking. She said that. She goes, oh my gosh, you were just the cutest ever. I loved your fit, your little baggy jeans and your tank. You looked so good. I was so proud you're my mom. What? I was like, I mean, I was I feeling know. a little uncomfortable because I'm just trying to get used to these jeans. And she's like, isn't that so I bet you sweet? look so cute. Oh, Lori, totally. It's like when a young person says, I love your outfit. You're like, what? <laughs> I have arrived. I always say like that word, you look cool. I'm like, yes. Even I remember when you said like, Pastor Rana, you've got the most hip shoes. You're cool. I was like, 
you just made my day. My husband started, Jay started killing himself laughing. He's like, you have no idea how she's going to be talking about that all day. I'm like, yeah, my cool shoes, <laughs> but we need anyways. It's all temporal stuff, but really it's important. It's like really special, funny. especially it's when your so kids funny. are into fashion. They, they, they'll let you know. So oh, we're yeah. just saying favorite things. So we've now said, I've now embraced that one of my favorite pairs of jeans is my mom jeans. There you go. That's my confession today. And like, I'm on the way. You're on the way, Laura. Okay, we're on it. Soon behind. Yeah, like it's, if they're in the wash, I'm like, oh, darn, I got to wash them now. But they are more comfortable. They're so comfortable. I have to say, if yeah. you're still wearing skinny jeans and thinking they're more comfortable, no, nope. the baggy jeans are actually so airy, so comfortable. Yeah. They're and really they're high rise. So and they're, they're high. Super comfortable so comfy they keep everything together and keep there's not too much stretch so they really no it's weird they really are like yeah keeping the belly and yeah. the, the legs are nice and comfy it's all good yeah okay so and i'm wearing birkenstocks which i'm like what has happened to me anyway <laughs> okay so all that to say our favorite today might be a really fun day to do a fun fun like podcast on our favorite things okay, okay or just some, some random questions random yeah okay. random Okay, so you got some? let's start with some favorites. Okay. Of all the restaurants you've been to, what is your favorite? And wh- and why? What's your favorite oh, meal? Okay, my favorite love? meal, it's hard to say restaurant because but I love Indian food. Oh. So I've tried multiple. One of my favorite ones closed, but there's been multiple ones. So I love Indian food or a really good burger. Do you have a specific dish that you like? Okay, I never What's remember the name of it. Oh, really? Like I know it to see it, and oh. I always explain it. Oh shoot, I can't. Is that oh. terrible? I do love butter chicken. I love yes. fresh any, nan. Any any of the dishes, but and I love spicy. Do you have a, but a it's this one? this vegetable one that's got like oh. potato. It's creamy. Okay. Potato and some vegetables, and you pour it over your rice. Oh, oh and it's just so good. My fave. Oh my goodness. And a good burger. So I have to say, oh. I do love either Oko Burger or the Works Burger. Like oh. I've got the hipster burger or the hammy burger. So I just get a free plug there. Yes, I did. Oh, and we're lovely. not even being paid for this advertisement. I we're know, just giving it. it's true. How about you? What's your fave? Well, um, yeah, definitely like every year for my birthday, I love to go to Oko Kitchen and get the fish tacos. Mm. It's my favorite favorite and i love fish tacos i don't know what it is about fish tacos but i just love the combination of the deep fried fish and all the little mm, all the flavors together and absolutely love it and oko would be one of my favorite restaurants Yummy. that with some sweet potato fries i'm a happy girl that's oh, it that's all yum. i need sweet potato fries mm, so good yum. but i'm a foodie though i really love all food i love all genres of food I I can get something anywhere. Like I I just love it. Hamburgers probably would not be on the list of my mm. favorite things, but um but Asian would probably be higher up on my favorite type of food if I had to if I had to say a type like pad thai or yeah lots lots of different Asian food. Love Chinese food. Love like any yeah anything really in that mm. in that variety. Love it. Okay, favorite cereal. My favorite cereal. Do you eat cereal? No. Oh, me so funny because I don't like milk. Oh, I used to get in trouble. Do as you eat dry ki- cereal? Okay, the only dry cereal I eat is sugar. The sugar crisp. You know the little Ew, tiny dry. Are disgusting. I like those like dry puffs. No, but they're the real sugar ones with the brown sugar on them. Yeah, but, but dry. They, but they're like a puff and it has sugar on it. Yeah, when I was a kid, oh, I used disgusting. to eat those all the time. I think that's the worst dry. cereal that is ever made. Those sugar oh, crisp. Oh, you don't like disgusting. those? Okay, what's your favorite? I don't, I don't, I don't eat cereal. Me neither, but I don't eat cereal either. I actually don't eat any cereal, but like dry. If you would have one dry, what would be? No, no, I, I eat it with milk. If I eat cereal, I would eat it with milk and I might, I might have like occasionally get a craving for like a bowl of Rice Krispies with blueberries. I put blueberries in it, sugar on it, lots of sugar on it. Like it's sweet and milk. Oh, like once in a while I'll get a craving for that. I just love it. Just the crispy and it has to be 
like if they get soft, stop, I got to stop eating. So oh. I have to eat it really fast. Yeah. Ew. So that it's crunchy. Ew, I'm with you. Ew. If it gets I soft, I, that's it. I stop. Ew. I remember as a kid, I used to get in a lot of trouble because I would eat my cereal until it got soggy or I had to drink and I wouldn't drink the milk. I dumped the milk. My, I would get in, like not trouble when no, I no, say no, that. No, Be no. like, I know what you mean. Oh, you're wasting you're all that waste. milk. I would just dump it. I could only eat enough just to get it wet the crunchy, and eat I it know. as fast. Yeah. And I'd have to keep pouring in. So yeah. I put just a little bit of milk. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm not a cereal. No, I'm not a cereal okay. person either. So there we go. That's funny. Okay. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, plain Jane. I love chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Just like a chocolate with like brownie chunks in it. Yeah, you okay. do you have a, f- a favorite brand of like what would well be a i have to be careful with ice cream i can't really have a lot oh, i have okay. lactose so it's okay. very rare but okay i do love that or the haagen strawberry mm. and i don't really love strawberry ice cream but the haagen one oh just that particular one's so good that one is my fave well, okay you, you go uh, there you? you go well i love a mint chocolate chip would be if i like went to an ice cream store i'd probably get that or cookies and cream but um, a little indulge moment. Uh, sometimes Jay and I will go to the store and he'll get a dairy-free Ben and Jerry's. You're, if you're, if it's a dairy issue, you should get the dairy-free mm. Ben and Jerry's. They have a lot of varieties and they're so, so good. And we just love the little compact container and it's Aww. so fun and you just eat it right out of the container. We'll each get one and mm, they're all delicious. They're all so, so yummy. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a hard one. Favorite song? Not your all time, oh. because who can really say what your absolute favorite song is, but maybe a favorite song, maybe like a worship song and then just like oh. a song song. I, I know I, I have a, such a hard time too. Oh, worship. That's almost impossible for me because oh. there's so many that I love. And it's always new, right? Yeah. But like if I would say right now, like I love Crushing Snakes, <laughs> yeah. We the Kingdom, the... um. Ain't no king. Oh, uh, the ain't, tread. The ain't, tread. Like I love tread on me. Or, like oh. I love big pumping songs like that. Yeah. Uh, wake my soul. I love big songs. Yeah. King of Kings. Yeah. Songs that are push like that kind of yeah. push forward. But I, honestly, that's a really hard one. I do love older hymns too. Oh my goodness, I love it too. Yeah, like my Jesus, I love thee. Blessed is yeah. your. All of those bring back yeah. like a very nostalgic. Today on the way into podcasting, I was listening to "All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name." Oh, oh my goodness, we have to do that song at some point soon. That yeah. song has got grit to it, man. I know those old hymns, say eh, the oh, doctrinal hell. anchoring. I know. Oh, so I'm with you. Like those, I know. I there's so many I love, but I would say if I was to choose an artist that, like, for years I've loved, I love Whitney Houston. Like years and years, she was my favorite singer by far. And I want to dance with somebody. If I'm just in the mood and I want to dance in the kitchen, I put it on. I know every lick, every move. I've watched her video. I just love that song. That's my dancing in the kitchen song. I love that song. You know, it's funny because I think songs that have a nostalgic, that have like a nostalgic memory really do anchor like in your life. Um, One year for our anniversary, we did we made a playlist for every year that we were married. So we pulled like all the songs, like from each year that sort of stood out between whether it was between us as a couple or whether it was like for our kids or whatever. And so it was really fun to like pull out some of those old ones, like groovy kind of love, Phil Collins, or like one of our songs was um, hilarious, More Than Words by Extreme. (laughs) Like, but it was, it was like our song. Like we loved it way back, like in the early nineties. Oh my goodness. Like, so, so songs that are attached to memories um, our, you know, our wedding song was, um, um, a YouTube version of, uh, uh, ah, I'm forgetting it. Um, 
uh, it'll come back to me. It was a YouTube version of an old, old love song. And oh. honestly, it was just Unchained Melody. Unchained oh, Melody by YouTube. Beautiful. YouTube so it was, yeah, like, you know what I mean? So really, really just nostalgic songs are yeah. have a special place. But I think one of my favorite worship songs, and it has been for a number of years, is Dancing on the Waves. That I is a beautiful song. I love that song. And I never get sick of it. And I could yeah. listen to it over and over and over and over again. Again, I love it. I think oh. it's so, yeah, it's so sweet. Um, okay, what about favorite dessert? Do you have a favorite dessert? Yeah, I love strawberry shortcake. Oh. I do love strawberries. Yummy. Yeah, I love strawberry shortcake and like, I do love you get, cheesecake. Like, do you get that like sponge cake or do you like the, um, like more like the, uh, the cakey cake? The No, uh, more like a sponge cake. I don't love cake. Okay. But I love cheesecake. I should say actually oh, my favorite cheesecake. is cheesecake, but not like chocolate cheesecake. I like like a fruity cheesecake like a yeah vanilla or blueberry swirl or raspberry okay. swirl with fresh fruit on okay. it like or a plain vanilla yeah with plain. fresh fruit oh i mm. love cheesecake okay oh. okay yeah i mean i love i really love like a lot of desserts i really love desserts but yeah definitely cheesecake like if i was going to go to a restaurant i would definitely yeah. order a cheesecake and that would be a treat mm. it's not something you usually make at home either no, so no. You don't really have it very often, but yeah, it is a it is a good one for sure. All right, favorite either pizza restaurant or type of pizza. What do you get on your pizza? I'm a meat lover, so oh. anything. I don't like sausage on my pizza though. Okay, I don't like sausage, but I love bacon. I love ham. I love pepperoni. I love anything like that. I love a meat lovers. Okay, and a little bit of spicy. So I love to like put jalapenos on it or in the some olives. I love a lot of savory, flavory things. So I love that. You? Oh, and where do you get your pizza? Like, what do you, what's your favorite I love kind of pizza? the Gabriel's Thin Crust. Oh, okay. I do. You? Yeah, probably Gabriel's would be our favorite too. We, yeah, that's definitely a treat. Um, and I would be, I would actually prefer more vegetables on my pizza. So okay. mushrooms, green pepper, even some onions and, um, and pep with the pepperoni. So mixed with the pepperoni. Bacon is fine too, but I'll really eat it with anything. I don't mind anything. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is olives. Isn't that funny? I don't like olives. So Okay. And it's probably the only thing I don't like. Yeah, you're food. not yeah, you're not picky. Just no. I love okay. all food and yeah. So all right, let's get off favorites. Let's ask okay. a few other questions. And these are just random questions, just sort of to get to know us a little bit more and to have a little bit of fun. All right. So if you could live one day over and over again for the rest of your life, what would that day look like? So you're going to have to kind of make this up. And it's it's almost like, what's your ideal day? I know that if we had to live the same day over and over and over and over and over again, it would be probably not enjoyable. <laughs> I know. But if you could, like, what would be just your greatest day? What would that look like? Oh, my goodness. Well, it would be by the ocean. Okay. For sure. Okay. Probably then going on a boat and swimming with dolphins and snorkeling and scuba diving in water, having tons of yummy food and my family and my closest friends all day with me. All day. Like, all day. And beautiful sun. And yeah. beautiful and sun hot. and the beach and the, and the beach. beach yeah and books and music like <laughs> the weather's a very big part of your perfect very, day very big part and water <laughs> like and not like lake water i'm talking like beach crystal turquoise blue okay clear. so it can't be the lake and it must be a I nice i don't weather. love lake water i will swim in like i'm not afraid of lakes i just don't love lake water i don't love how greeny murky and there's like water snakes and fish i know there's way more dangerous things in the ocean just the ocean looks so beautiful with the white so sand and the waves, but all those things and dolphins, like swimming with dolphins, like 
honestly, all of that would be my favorite. Oh my goodness. And amazing food. Do you think you could totally retire like somewhere like that? Like if you had a beach house or on the ocean, would you love that? I feel like I would because I yeah. actually would love my time with, the, I have the most amazing times yeah. in front of water with the Lord. Yeah. I do all the time, but I always picture being in front of water, even when I'm with the Lord, because I you love it. it right. I actually put on waves too. Like I love it so much, but no, I, I think so. But part of me is honestly, there's such this deep drive in me that life is so short and I have so much to give and pour out. I want to spend my life. And I don't mean this to be, I'm not just saying this to be overly spiritual, but I really want to spend my life for Christ because I only have this and I have all of eternity to bask in the fullness of that complete rest and that complete fullness on that other side. So I feel like, yes, I would love that, but there'd be a part of me feeling like there's so much more to pour into people. But if I was to live one day, just a fun, fun day, but it would have to be all my family and all my closest friends too. And it would just be full of love and joy and laughter and water and dolphins and snorkeling and food. Yummy, yummy food. And probably any night with lots of dancing. (laughs) Dancing (laughs) at the end of the day. Maybe, yeah, maybe lots of dancing. So that would be my day. How about you? What would be your day? So, so fun. That is so fun. Um, I probably would have maybe a similar backdrop because I do also love like nice weather and the sun shining. Like there's something about the sun shining that just does something for my soul. Like the heat of the sun on my body, even through a window, like it just, uh, it just rejuvenates me and I just love it so much. Um, and love the backdrop of the ocean too. And, and all of that, I think my day would have some sort of activity in it. Like, like whether it would be like playing a game of beach volleyball with my family or going on a hike or, but always people involved too. Like absolutely just love quality time with the people that I love with friends and family and laughing and, um, and food would be included. But again, if I had to live a day over and over and over and over again, like, like kind of like this idea of groundhog day, it probably for me would not be a day of leisure. Like I don't think ultimately I would want to redo leisure every single day because it wouldn't be fun anymore it's fun as a reward for hard work and that's what makes it so attractive but as like an ongoing perpetual state i i think i would want meaning i would crave meaning i would crave like creating something um something that would benefit people or something that would bless people or something that would encourage people and i think the thing that i love the most in life like when i really really feel the most alive it's when i get to be a part of something that involves helping other people to step into something maybe that they're afraid to do or that stretches them or something that we can a shared ownership of something we're like on task doing together, Hmm. like fellows in a ship, you know, going somewhere, doing something on task, on vision, sharing a vision and seeing that completed. I think that's like, honestly, if I had to live something again and again and again and again, I would want a day of that, a day of Hmm. working together with people to execute something that brings meaning to all Mm. of those people and maybe meaning to other people. So something like that, that. which is really like what I do get to do every day, which is a blessing. Yeah. But you know, I know all of that stuff has its stresses in it too, but it really is such, such a gift. And I feel like it is what I was 
put on the earth to do you know know we're blessed we are so blessed yeah so very similar has to be involving encouraging people yeah 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 that's so good that's so good okay here's totally opposite end of the spectrum what would you say would be your biggest fear in life oh my goodness i think we've talked about the fact of fears if i caused a tragedy and i was responsible i think Mm. that would definitely be one and i family members something happened i was final like they were gone died right, right. something to do with like that. an accident yeah. that but it was your and fault I, yeah and it was my fault oh my goodness that would be a fear yeah for sure yeah that i submit to jesus but still yeah. like that would be something yeah. as as a yeah. mom and loving your family that you you love them so much you just want to look after them and care yeah. for them if i was responsible you yeah yeah oh that yeah i can i can identify with that for sure i can yeah. i could share in a, a similar fear like that i think too like at the end of the day my biggest fear would just be like not stewarding well like what i've been given to steward mm. like getting distracted getting missing maybe mm. f- focusing on the wrong things and getting caught up in the wrong things and not stewarding like at the end of the day not stewarding well like what's mm. been put into my hands um you know it's not so much like a fear of failure it would just be more like, have I really made the most mm. of what, like, I've been given? Wow, that's a really right? good one. I'd be, like, just... I can identify with that, too. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, okay, here's a kind of a funny one. Do you have any reoccurring dreams, or did you have any nightmares as a kid, or did your kids have any nightmares, anything like that? Funny, I can't remember. I don't think so. I'm not a dreamer. I have prophetic dreams when I sleep. But I don't have dreams and I'm not, I don't often have nightmares. Strangely. Now, I was afraid of the dark growing up. Okay. So really afraid of the dark. I turn on all the lights. Like if I would go downstairs, every single light, I would make my brother go ahead of me and turn on all the lights if I couldn't get to it first. Like, you know, some place you have to go yeah. into a dark room and turn the light on. I'd make my brother do it if I was babysitting and I was like a lot older and I would just make up this excuse. Like I, I was just too busy or he has to go down and do it. But really, I was so afraid uh, so afraid strangely this is weird i should say it wasn't a nightmare but it was an ongoing weird fear like a daydream almost yeah okay this is because vain imagination a vain imagination yeah okay so it would be like a dream but in the day okay it's kind of gory (laughs) but i was so afraid being shot in the head (laughs) this is so weird really Yes, how weird is that i know must have saw that on tv or something i must have seen something as a kid that i blocked out and it traumatized so weird i would be afraid of the dark and i would walk with my back <laughs> to the wall so how weird would that look going downstairs i did not like to be exposed where i couldn't see what was behind me isn't that what strange wow but i was set free i was set free of it when i was in like my 20s oh my goodness yeah, so if jay would be gone we were married i would have all the lights on like i would have all the lights on the house he would go to hockey he'd come home all the lights would be on Except in my room, and I would have the door open, lights all out in the hallway, and I would fall asleep like that. And it was probably like in my 20s, I got set free of that. And now I can walk anywhere in the dark. I don't really care. And I could walk in the church in the dark, and I'm not. But that was a strange. Wow. I must have seen something when I was a kid, and I don't remember. So, but I am very emotionally suppressed. So I probably <laughs> pushed it way down and it manifested in the daytime with, and like when I was awake, but when I would sleep, I don't remember dreams. I don't have things like that. So, and I don't remember my kids have reoccurring nightmares outside of maybe a noise or, but not, 
to the point where they slept or they had something in our bed. Were or your had kids afraid of the dark? They probably were, but I don't remember them being. So it wasn't to the point where it was a huge, like yeah, a huge deal. No, isn't that funny? Yeah. Did your parents know you were afraid of the dark or did you kind of have to keep that? I kept it on the down low. I know, right? It's not a weird thing. It is I was weird just thinking thing. about that. Like in the time that we were raised, like you couldn't really talk no. to your parents about that. No, I wouldn't talk about it. they'd be like, oh, stop it. Yeah, seriously. Like no big deal. <laughs> like, Get over it. In a loving way, but stop Yeah, it. maybe I'm a little like that too. <laughs> but you know what? I have to say my kids do have this even now, especially they've grown. My oldest has grown out of it more so. They hate going to the basement. Even we have a finished basement and it's a warm basement and you don't even have to go way into the basement to turn the lights on. They both have always disliked going alone into the basement. My youngest still will not go down the basement unless has to. Like wow. has to. Like Isn't that funny. So actually saying that, I don't remember nightmares, but there are things that yeah. they don't naturally like to do or afraid of they're yeah. afraid of yeah okay yeah. you okay that is so yeah that's really really interesting so yes yeah, so as a kid um i did have nightmares i always i i don't know if it was a reoccurring nightmare or just a, a fear but i could not sleep with any of my limbs hanging over the bed because <laughs> i i just i thought for sure something was going to come out from under the bed and either touch or grab my foot or hand. So never, ever, ever would I ever sleep with a part of my body hanging off the bed. Always had to be on the bed and under the cover. Like it couldn't be exposed. (laughs) So that was very serious. And then like I did have nightmares as a kid, but we kind of grew up in the time when you didn't like, you didn't really tell your parents about it. I mean, I can remember a few times and maybe because I remember it might've been more than I remember but being so terrified in the night from a nightmare that I would go sleep in my parents' room. And they had this, um, I remember they had this like velour, like a, almost like a velvet comforter Yeah. Um, back, like way back, right? In the seventies, oh, early eighties, that was like just a cover for their bed. They didn't sleep with it. Yeah. So the velour comforter would be on the floor and I'd wrap up in this like velvet, <laughs> like it was not nice feeling at all, but at least it was not the bare oh, floor. And I'd wrap up in that at the end of the, their bed. I wouldn't even tell them I was in there, but I just had to be near them Aww. and to fall, to fall back to sleep. So yeah, I definitely had nightmares as a kid and, uh, I don't remember having like tons and tons of fears, but I think the normal fear is being afraid of the dark or, and my brother and I used to play the scare game all the time because, um, we, I had a bedroom in the basement and so he would wait downstairs for me and he would scare me Oh my! and he goodness. would just hide in all different places and wait for me and scare me like so and we just loved it we just thought it was the most hilarious thing. i mean obviously as a kid i would i'd kill him but i mean it was it was, it was for a the game. purpose it was kind of, of a game funny yeah, yeah. to be funny and yeah we just did this to each other terrified each other as much as we could so anyways but yeah but the weird thing is about reoccurring dreams is like i definitely think re- people who have reoccurring dreams often they are connected to something and you know we don't always know exactly what they're connected to but I have had over the course of my life a few reoccurring dreams and it's interesting because as the Lord has set me free of different things, they stop. So they're obviously something unsettled in my spirit that, so one of them had to do with my, um, like my post-secondary education. I had this reoccurring dream that I never actually graduated from college and I'd wake up and I would wake up like feeling like, oh my gosh, like I went, I did all those studies. I didn't actually graduate. Like what a waste. And I would beat myself up and I'd be like thinking this was true. 
And then I'd have to stop and remember that my mom had this picture on her wall of me getting my diploma. Like it was like one of those oh professional photos. And I'd have to remember that. And then I'd have to be like, oh yeah, oh, that's just a dream, weird. And then that would happen again and again and again. And I remember for a number of years after I graduated um, from college, there was a number of years, maybe a five-year period or a seven-year period where I was really unsettled in my spirit about like my future and what I was supposed to do. And I was wrestling with a bunch of ideas of what I wanted to do. And I just remember having this moment with the Lord, um, you know, through his word, really, where he just showed me through a story. He said, stop trying to make happen in your own strength what I want to do supernaturally in your life. And in that moment, I was instantly set free from whatever this like this gnawing sort of tormenting idea was that I wasn't good enough I didn't have enough education I was never going to amount to anything I was never going to be able to make anything of my life like this sort of tormenting spirit that uh, that was around this never had the dream again so so interesting and the other weird one was um whenever I am stressed like and have a lot going on or like a big event is coming or there's just like a lot of details swirling or just there's you know a conference uh we're launching something new a new ministry year and there's like the stress of all of that and all the planning and all the preparation I'll have these dreams and it's a reoccurring dream and it's the same every single time the dream is always a different scenario but the same thing happens I have to go to the washroom really urgently, like so, 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 so bad. Like I'm about to like go and I can't hold it. And so I'm looking for a washroom and I find one. And every time it's the, it always looks different. So it's a different scenario every time. But every time the washroom is very dirty, like oh, the toilet is dirty. Gosh. Like Gross. it's so disgusting <gasps> and dirty. And I, and I, and I have to go so urgently but it is so disgusting and I, I'm like, I just, I'm so, I'm just sick. And there's, <laughs> the other part is that it's always in some sort of public, like people could see me going to the bathroom. So it's beside oh a window goodness. on a busy street or there's no doors on the stalls or the toilets. It's a public open bathroom and everyone can see you. It's so stressful and so awful and I have this like these bathroom dreams when I'm stressed well it's so funny because now that I'm even saying this I don't think I've had that dream since I've been set free of stress remember like we're almost three years ago now yes the Lord set me free of stress as I went through some deliverance um, prayer ministry and I don't think I haven't had that dream I've never had that dream since and we've had heart conference and we've been in COVID. Like we've oh, been, it's been a crazy season. So <gasps> that is so, isn't that so interesting. That's so interesting. my, these like reoccurring dreams are connected to something that the Lord is working out in my life. And sometimes it takes years, like five, seven, 10 years. I'll have mm. these, but that is an interesting one. Yeah. That, that is so neat. Even when you're talking about like dreams, like even when I was, you're just saying about how the Lord has set you free. When I had that that crazy fear too of like being shot in the head, wherever that came from, yeah, I must have seen something. I was actually had it for years, and one day I was watching Oprah. This okay. is years ago, yeah. And she had this story on with like four or five women that shared these heroic stories called chutzpah. It was like this how they rose. Like one was being kidnapped with her kids in the car, and how she got her kids safe and escaped, and how she just thought and had this chutzpah, like this passion come over her and really survived and incredible stories 
And I remember watching the story and honestly, it was like the Lord just spoke to me like, if these women without the power of the Holy Spirit could do what they did, do you not think with the Holy Spirit in you, like, don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of that. That, you know, I'm with, and honestly, something just broke at, in the middle of the show. Random. I wasn't even at a you church service. I just believed it. I was like, okay. okay. And that was it. I never, never again. Never again was I afraid of the dark. I wasn't afraid of having to walk. Like literally how weird does that look going up the stairs with your back towards the wall? <laughs> if I was by myself, if Jay was home, no. Or my kid, but yeah. Before so I had children and yeah. then it kind of left and that was it. Yeah. Now when you have kids, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm not afraid because something ever came in my house. That, that No way. First of all, I I'll love take authority. Believe in Jesus Christ. Hold. Totally. Pray I would have the boldness to do that right away. No, First but I, I love that story though, because I do actually think that's how easy we can be set free yeah. of things that hold us back. That it literally is just the Lord bringing yeah. revelation and we choose yeah. to believe it and it's gone. It's gone. Like it leaves a truth in a truth comes yeah. and replaces a lie and it's gone, gone. and it changes yes. your life and you don't even have to be at church you'd be with god all the time he just speaks to you through whatever so i so i cool love that stories. that is awesome that is <laughs> okay well that is funny okay here's a funny question were you ever sent to the principal office the principal's office as a kid and oh, if yes why yes once just oh. once i was a goody goody okay like firstborn oh and a strict family so i was like i don't want to get in trouble I forged my dad, my mom's signature on a test that I was supposed to have due, and it was for a basketball tournament. And I loved basketball, and I wasn't able to go if I didn't have this test signed because we would have detention. And I forged my mom's signature, and it must have looked <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, at the time, like, oh, it looks just like it's it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It'd be hilarious if I kept it now. I'd probably be like, what in the world? Anyways, I got sent to the principal's office, and I don't even think it was a big deal, but I was so scared oh my god and i don't think i was just scared of going to the principal's office it was more i had to go home oh totally and tell oh, totally. my parents my that dad was way worse that when he came home from work he found out i had forged a signature like oh it's so true it's so true the principal pales in comparison <laughs> to your dad like <laughs> your dad finding out what you've done it's so true you how about for you Were you ever i sent? don't think so i like i can't remember i'm sure that i was okay. i know i spent a lot of time in detention because i never stopped talking in class <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh every single uh. report card oh you know if Lori stopped talking and focused <laughs> in class she could do really really well every time oh, and it's coming right comments. into being your gift mix see oh my gosh uh, but i never ever stopped talking i mean even poor jason and i like at, in our during our wedding ceremony while we're being married by his father we were talking the, the entire time <laughs> like right standing straight in front of him talking to each other <laughs> and he told us to be quiet <laughs> like it's just that is funny and i have one of my daughters is just like you identical like she sits beside me in church and she never stops talking <laughs> and I, I kind of love it but then i'm like Shh. <laughs> but i love it <laughs> and i know which one that one it is too i know oh my Little gosh cutie pie. yeah oh, so funny so funny. funny okay which physical feature of yours makes you feel the most self-conscious oh that's a good one you know what makes me feel self-conscious is my chin oh i wish i had like a really like I've not, I've just got little extra. Oh, like a little bit loose chin. Little, like, is like it love, you know, just, okay. I've never, I love like a really, like a tight, tight chin. And it, some people have a tight chin and they're not even yeah like crazy skinny. It's, yeah, just it's like, not a size issue. No, it's, it's just, just the way my face is very round. Shape. So I've never really loved the side profile of my face. Oh, 
really interesting. I know. It is a funny thing. That is so interesting. Is there any um, things that you used to be insecure about that you're not now? Like, so like yeah. when you were younger yes, and then as absolutely. you've gotten older. My feet. Oh, I used to not like, like my mom's got the cutest little feet. Okay. And my dad, I love my dad. My dad doesn't listen to this podcast, but he wouldn't care because we all say <laughs> this, but he does not have nice feet and neither do all of his siblings, like not nice. <laughs> and I was growing up, I really felt like I had my dad's feet and I would curl my toes under so embarrassed, but actually I don't have my dad's feet and I don't have really ugly feet, but I thought I did as a teenager. And now in my house, my kids will be like, mom, your feet are so pretty. And I'm like, I, I really don't think I have that nice of feet. And feet are usually not great. Yeah. But anyway, all yeah. that to say, and when I was a teenager, I used to bite my fingernails. So I was super self-conscious of right. my fingernails. It was nerves and yeah. perfectionism yeah. and all of those things. But I had really short fingernails. So I was really self-conscious of that as a kid. As a teenager, I would like hide my hands whenever possible. Like even picking something up, I do it super fast because my thumbnail or funny eh? like i'd even think through how i would pick something up so no one would notice i bite my fingernails oh my goodness that's stressful though eh? can you so imagine stressful. like th- having to think th- about versus all that? like just don't bite your fingernails you don't have to think or like get some care. help on that <laughs> like, what's going on there <laughs> what is happening oh. but anyway but i grew out of that as yeah. a teenager i yeah. grew out it was like my early teens but yeah 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 oh yeah. that's funny oh my yeah. goodness that's crazy you how about you um so uh, I don't remember as a kid having like a lot being self-conscious of the way that I looked, but um, I do remember once I went through puberty and sort of my body came into my womanly body, I just remember feeling like just so embarrassed about it and just so self-conscious and everywhere. I remember like trying to wear as baggy sweaters as I could <laughs> just to hide my curves. Like it just took me a long time to sort of embrace wow. my feminine body. Like it was so uncomfortable and the one part of my body that I always felt self-conscious about was my thighs which is so interesting like it's not that my thighs are like really that bad or anything but I just felt super self-conscious about my thighs my whole life yeah I've never worn shorts even like as a younger like I I can't even remember if I wore shorts probably when I was a teen but as an older teen maybe not I don't know I never liked my legs I never liked my thighs and so yeah I just have always and that kind of carried into my adulthood now I don't really overly think about it now I just don't give it that much but still I would say that would be the part of my body that I'm the most insecure about okay and uh, kind of just keep that part covered up so wearing a bathing suit is like because uh, you got to just show your thighs but I mean whatever you, you kind of get over it as oh, you you're grow so up beautiful but oh. it's funny what we take yeah. on and other people would say what I know but it's things that we I see know. about ourselves it's yeah. a funny thing yeah it's so true it's so true okay so last question if you could pick any job in the world to do what would it be now not the job you're doing okay okay. can't be the job you're doing that can't be it just something maybe fun if money was no object like what would you want to do i already know mine okay i know i know my dream even though i love what i do i'm glad that you preface that because this is your dream job Uh, honestly i yeah it really is is a a beautiful dream okay (laughs) i think this would be like such an awesome job to be one of those that are hired to tour the world and test out like vacation spots and hotels and like extreme adventure stuff. Like they would pay you, take care of you. And so you would go and give reviews and give the feedback on these experiences. 
Like some people do that for restaurants. For me, it'd be like hotels and like all the fun excursions. Yeah. Could you imagine? And that was your job. They would fly you all over the world to do that and give ratings on hotels and these adventure cruise ships. I don't know, whatever. I think that would be that such would a be fun. fun job. Yeah, that would be amazing. <gasps> you get to see the world. Be oh paid gosh. to travel and Especially experience. Especially if it was a luxury one. <laughs> yeah, the luxury ones. And they treat you like bougie because they want you to, so they would really like do a good job for you. You get the best customer service. You'd you're snap like, your finger. Yes. Wouldn't that be? You know what's so funny like, though, is that you're the nicest person ever. You'd give everyone a great rating. I would, so I probably would not be good for that job because it'd be like, you're too nice to everybody. You're not a critical person. Yeah, but I think that would be such an awesome, because people do that as a job. That's like, crazy. That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. That's really fun. Um, I think it would be, my dream job would be either to be on Broadway, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's a Broadway true. singer and dancer. Uh, I just think that would be the most fun thing to sing and dance all day oh. in, chor- in choreography. Uh, like, I, I just think that'd be so fun. I think that would be a blast. Um, or I think it'd be wicked fun to be like a, a talk show host. Like to be like to have a TV oh. talk show and like just get to interview people and have fun and do funny things on TV. And so like, fun. fun. So fun. Imagine you just showing up and everyone gets your hair done for oh you. Oh my gosh. Picks oh your wardrobe, your makeup. You just show up out of bed. Really? You just show up oh from bed be in your pajamas. A blast. <gasps> you would be, be amazing at that. Oh, so would you. Okay, you but your, your Broadway makes oh, yeah. me laugh because I think back to when we used to pack peaches together. And you would literally sing all these Broadway songs over. You knew everything. And we would just listen to you go through every track, every piece of script, and you memorize yeah. it. You yeah. actually have the Yeah, yeah. You have the no, memory for, for sure. that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. I know. Okay, fine. I mean, I would get us through the day, right? It was like eight to ten hours You're of our entertainment. Talking, and I just had to do four four Broadway shows and we were <laughs> through the through the day. And we just loved it. Yeah. We awesome. listened to it. Well, now that, that it. I don't know, but that peach packing place wasn't there next year, so I'm not sure <laughs> if we were the best workers or <laughs> they didn't hire us back. Eh? They didn't hire us back. They were like those girls. Anyways, oh awesome. well, that was fun. That was that fun. Was I think so we should fun. do that every so often. Those yeah, are the fun things to, little, uh, to bring up. A little, little faves, light-hearted uh, podcast for you today. So we hope you enjoy it. Maybe take some of these questions and ask some friends and have a fun conversation around this. Or if you want to, you could send us a little message, maybe with your answer to one of the questions that oh, stood we'd out. Oh, love. Funny story to share, but uh, but we just encourage you to go on with your day. We pray for tons of joy in the rest of your day, and remember, hold fast. God is with you. You are not alone, and you are His favorite. He loves you, and may you keep your eyes on Him and His life. I just love how you said that, Lori. He's full of joy, and may you experience laughter and joy and peace, and have a wonderful day today. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and He is always with you.